It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. And welcome to the February 23rd, 2022 edition of Prep Rally, the podcast. The 23rd actually represents the temperature outside, I think. My goodness, it is chilly. Uh, so I'm Chip Sousa of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, joined today by Henry Apple, Rick Fires, and Leland Barclay. And fellas, I I just I don't like this stuff. I don't like the weather. I don't like snow. I don't I don't like sleet. It's just throwing a wrench into everything. Bah humbug. <laughs> That's right. That's who I am. I'm Scrooge. Chip, Chip, I, I got to tell you though, I think I sent out a, a tweet earlier. Man, these guys, these weather forecasters, are right on. Two, 10 minutes after they told us it started, it, it wouldn't just take a while for all the roads to start uh, uh, being nasty and treacherous. It was immediate. I mean, they little ice crystals coming right down. There was five minutes, and uh, um, I couldn't even hardly get out of the driveway by then. So kudos to those people who uh, do the weather forecast, who sit there and look at Doppler radar and all that. And they, they told us, they say, y'all stay home, y'all stay home. And I think they were 100% correct, weren't they? I think we need to go get Mother Nature and torture her by dropping little sleep, sleep uh, pellets on her forehead until <laughs> she stops this business. And I said, dog, uh, and that dog come right back inside. He didn't like that. dog is smart. <laughs> I was right behind him, too. There you go. Well, uh, so if, in case you have been uh, not on Twitter today or, or you know, under uh, under heavy blankets to uh, to stay warm in this 20-some-odd degree temperature, uh, then you know probably that the regional basketball tournaments for Class 4A schools and below across northwest Arkansas and the River Valley today have been postponed. So games will not be played today in Farmington or in Eureka Springs or in County Line or at Boonville or at Lamar. No, no games to be played today. Now, Henry, you're probably much more up on the weather than I am. What's your prognosis for tomorrow? Because I'm, I don't see any way that games are going to be played on Thursday either. I really don't see it coming. I mean, there is a second round of these storms coming. You know, yeah, we thought the first one is bad enough, but here comes round two, you know, and uh, I've been thinking all along we may not get anything going until maybe Saturday. Well, if this is round two, I'm going to be like Apollo Creed's uh, manager when he was fought Mr. T. I'm throwing the towel in. Throw the towel. Throw the towel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, again, uh, tournament games, uh, regional tournament games. The the thing here is that uh, unlike the schools in 6A and 5A, you know, the smaller schools have to play, you know, th- you know, two rounds of postseason tournaments just to get to the state tournament. So any delays like today, you know, round one games and in, in these regionals are going to be delayed, which pushes them to Thursday. If games don't get to be played Thursday, it pushes them to Friday. And uh, so then that so that's two days of tournament play that's not going to, you know, they're going to be pushed. We're, we're Henry, we're looking at you know, we're looking at uh, playing on Sunday and, and maybe Monday to get these things wrapped up if if we get good melting on Friday. Yeah, that is sort of my feeling. What is fixing to transpire is we're not going to have any games until Saturday because – I think so. I mean, uh, even with – you know, this is all supposed to end tomorrow, but we still got to have some thawing. And, yes. Uh, I don't think there's going to be enough come Friday to uh, warrant – Say, hey, we're going to play Friday. The roads are fine. That's why I keep, you know, in my 
deepest thoughts in, the, in my heart. I think we will wait until Saturday where we will, they will uh, revamp the schedules. We will play all eight first-round games on Saturday. Probably so, yeah. Then we can play the semifinals on Sunday, play the third place and championship games on Monday. Then you get a travel day, and we'll start the state tournaments Wednesday, a day later. A day later, and uh, and and they'll probably uh, Henry if they, if they followed that scenario. And of course, we're just speculating here on what what we think will happen. But if they were to do that and, and uh, start those state tournaments on that Wednesday, then you'd also be looking at uh, more games on that Wednesday than what you had than what was originally scheduled to get everything caught back up again. Wouldn't you think? Wouldn't you think? For, and we're that, talking state tournament. Yeah, either that or they have a little flexibility. I mean the. As, as far as the state championship games, right. they don't start until Thursday. Right. So Got a little they buffer. Have a buffer of Monday sitting there. Right. Right. Ooh. Well, uh, you know, of course, you know, we're, we're going to do what Mother Nature dictates to us. And, and uh, if, if sleet and snow remain on the roads and it's, it's Saturday before regional start and it delays everything, then it does. There's nothing can be done about it unless, unless you figure out a way to uh, helicopter, you know, players in there and drop them, you know, drop them into the, into the arenas to, <laughs> you know, to play. Uh, so, you know, it, it, you know, it is what it is, but, uh, uh, you know, we're going to hang tight and just follow, you know, whatever the, uh, whatever the AAA guidelines are and whatever each school decides and it will go from there. But, uh, man, you know, it just seems like, you know, you, 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 you know, we've hit COVID, we have COVID issues. And now, you know, we've had weather. I think if, if my memory's right, and you know, I don't think we can trust that, but if it is right, I think this is maybe the second or third time that snow has affected uh, games uh, in this, you know, since January. Yeah, because we had the one instance where all the 6A West games were called off on a Friday night and they had yep. to push them all back. So, you know, the only good thing about that, we had a little buffer room. Now we don't have much buffer room because we'll state tournaments next week. Yep. <clears throat> yep. We're kind of up against it. So, again, to recap, uh, regional tournament games, uh, for the 4A North at Farmington, the 3A1 at Boonville, the 3A, is it four, Henry, at Lamar? 3A3 at Lamar. Yeah, 3A3 at Lamar, the 2A West at Eureka Springs, and the 1A1 at County Line, Branch County Line. All uh, games postponed on Wednesday. Thursday not looking so good either. Friday, also a little iffy, but, you know, we'll see. Um, but at some point, basketball will be played in those, you know, in those places at some point. Uh, it could be Saturday before they start, uh, but basketball will be played at those places at some point. So that's what's happening with the schools that are in 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A. Looking at 6A, it's not quite as dire, Henry, but it looked, you know, if, if let's say this continues into Friday and they're not able to play on Friday, I'm going to guess they'll play Saturday, a lot of these games. So looking at the 6A West boys, we will start there. Uh, after Tuesday night's games, Fayetteville uh, clinched the number one seed from the 6A West on the boys side. So we know that one is done. Right. The two, the two seed from the 6A West is uh, hang on to your britches, boys, because it, it's going to be a bumpy ride uh, whenever we get the final game played because you've got Springdale, Bentonville West, and Bentonville. You know, they're still in this mix for the two, three, and four um, in the in the 6A West. And, and of course, the two seed is the coveted seed because that brings the bye, first-round bye. But uh, 
you know, the four seed is just as important because, you know, it, it, it just is. It's, you know, it's just a little bit higher seed, three and four seed. So, so those are all up for grabs. So, uh, looking at, looking at Tuesday night, uh, Bentonville, uh, you know, took, took down Springdale. Uh, Springdale had a, a full one, had a full game lead for the number two seed in the conference before that night, for last night, Tuesday night. Bentonville put the, put the herd on them. Uh, and now that puts Bentonville West and Springdale now, now tied um, at nine and four for the, the number two seed, and Bentonville a game back at eight and five. Now Bentonville and Bentonville uh, West is this? I think is this right? No, I'm sorry. Springdale and Bentonville West play each other scheduled <laughs> to play each other Friday night. The winner will be the two seed. The loser could be the three or could be the four. It you know it just depends on a number of different scenarios. Um, so a lot of importance on that. Um, Walter Woody kind of did a breakdown uh, that uh, that based on the result of that game, and we're talking the Springdale Bentonville West game. That Bentonville could be could slide into the number three seed or the number four seed depending on how they do. Now Bentonville you know plays Southside and that you know based on. You know, looking at it on paper, Henry. I mean, you're looking at, you know, Bentonville should win that game. Uh, I know stranger things have, ha- have happened, but Bentonville, you know, should win that game. Um, but if Bentonville, if Springdale wins the game with Bentonville West, that would give Springdale the two seed. West would be the three seed. Bentonville would be the four seed. Uh, right. So anyway, Bentonville could get to be the three seed with the West win uh, and a, a win and a Bentonville win against Southside, and that would knock Springdale the two seed coming into the week all the way down to the four seed by the end of the week. So lots riding on that Springdale Bentonville West game uh, that is again, scheduled for Friday, uh, hopefully gets played on Friday, but looking at what I'm looking outside on at front of my street, that game's probably going to be played on Saturday as well. And we already had one game scheduled for Saturday. Didn't we Henry? Yes. And- uh, Springdale Harbor girls are scheduled to play Bentonville West girls Saturday. Okay. And that is a game that was uh, scheduled way back uh, several weeks ago that got, that got, uh, got postponed. So uh, we had already had that one game on Saturday and Henry, I'm like you, I think, you know, it's like what you said with the regionals. I think, uh, I think these final games for the six, a West are, are also going to be played on Saturday and not on Friday. Uh, yeah. That's just, you know, that's just me. Yeah. I'm going to interject a little bit because I was, pondering this last night and I called Walter Woody about it. I called Paul Boyd about it and it's about the six, eight turn state tournament. Now we've already discussed how Springdale Bentonville West, the winner gets the number two seed gets the first round by while the number three seed would have to play, you know, an extra game. Right. However, the number two seed in the West would also be on the same side of the bracket with North Little Rock, who's the number one seed on <laughs> Central. <laughs> now, yeah. I don't want to say there's going to be shenanigans Friday night. But there could be. But there could be. I mean. Because the three seed's not on that same side of the bracket. Right. The number three seed it will get on the other side of the bracket and would be face – Fayetteville in a possible semifinal match. Right. Right. So if I'm Bentonville West, <laughs> look at this one. I, if I, I hear you. that game deliberately, <laughs> I'm the number three seed. 
not only do I make Springdale go on that same side as North Little Rock, but it would cause Bentonville to be the number four seed and fall on that same side of the bracket with North Little Rock. <coughs> make it, making that side of the bracket murderer's row is what you're saying. Uh, by the way, Henry also is a part owner of the Miami Dolphins, in case y'all were wondering. Uh, <laughs> he, he. <laughs> oh, so Leland, let's talk about 6A Central because we're, we're already kind of hedging that way anyway, uh, talking about state tournament. So, you know, no question about it. North Little Rock is, you know, the number one seed from the Central. They, they have not lost a game in conference play. And, uh, you know, they are the deserved and uh, runaway uh, number one seed in the Central. Bryant is the number two seed. Now, Leland, the number three seed and number four seed is uh, uh, it's going to come down to Saturday night's game between Little Rock Central and Fort Smith Northside. To me, Leland, Northside's kind of been sneaky getting better as the season's gone on once they have kind of adjusted to losing, you know, their best player right after the holiday break. That is correct. I think they're, uh, I think coach Burnett is much more, um, I guess used to, and I think the team has, has adjusted to that loss very well. Uh, you know, it's funny, the first game when he left, when he went down to Denton, he scored 30 points and had 15 rebounds in the first game down there. So how about, how about that coach sitting there, uh, watching that the first game saying, wow, that was a late Christmas gift. Yeah. But anyway, they have adjusted. Uh, They can still earn the third seed. Now, you know, um, Walter's scenario, I think Walter's middle name should be scenario because he puts these out. He he loves it. He puts (laughs) it out for football and basketball. Yeah. And he is definitely Walter's scenario. Woody. Yes. Um, Unfortunately, the weather is not as predictable and, and we don't have something handed to us like what Walter does right. for the scenarios. Now, the funny thing about that is in the West, even I talked to coach Adams at Southside this morning, talked to coach Burnett this morning at Northside. Um, evidently the athletic directors have talked today and they have talk, called their coaches and told them to tell their players expect to play on Saturday. Yeah, that's what I so think. So they're, they're already planning on that. Now, what Northside coaches reminded um, them of is the fact that they already had a game schedule for Saturday. Correct, correct. So if Northside's home game against Southwest on Friday is postponed, they're probably going to have to play that on Monday and play the regularly scheduled Saturday game uh, at Little Rock Central. Go ahead and play it on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Southside is also scheduled to be at home on Benton uh, against Bentonville. Now that one's an easy one. They just shift that to Saturday. Yeah. Uh, the Friday or the Saturday Monday scenario is still, you know, that's workable except for the fact that they've got to come back early in the state tournament, uh, because uh, Northside could be that three seed, right. the rock central could be that three seed. Um, you know, so, so now you've got the Saturday, Sunday or Saturday, Monday. And I think Henry's, uh, you know, scenario about when the games might be played and move the state tournament back a day, I think makes perfect sense with what could very well happen because it, right now, Friday's games are the ones that's up in the air. And like you said, when you look outside, it is, it's very hard to imagine that any Friday games are going to be played too. Right. 
Right. Uh, so I think that's Saturday, Sunday, Monday scenario, then moving the state tournaments back, playing starting them at 11 o'clock instead of I think some of them were starting at 4 o'clock that afternoon. Now they play at 11. So I think that's all possible because the Northside girls can also, um, you know, with a win or two, probably two wins, uh, they can still wrap up that third seed as well. Right, right. So I think that's what uh, Northside is looking at probably a Saturday, Monday. And uh, so, the, so the Northside girls, uh, of course, they they are, they don't have that three seed lockdown yet, and they still could be a four seed. It still could happen. Uh, and I know if I'm Springdale Harbor and I'm looking girls and I'm looking at that bracket, I'm sure hoping Northside is the three seed and not the four seed because um, they would they would draw them um, on their side of the bracket. So, um, so looking at the central on the girls, Conway uh, girls are going to be the one seed, and but that, no, I'm sorry. Conway girls in North Little Rock play Saturday. Uh, Conway won the first game about about fifteen points or twenty or it wasn't it wasn't a close game, um, but uh, but but they play again. A Conway win, of course, uh, gives them. I'm sorry, a North Little, uh, yeah, a Conway win gives them the number one seed. A North Little Rock win, I guess, would have to be. I think Conway exceeded the point total, so he'd have to go to the second or third, you know, tiebreaker, I guess, on that. So I'm not even going to get into all those scenarios. But well, actually, um, in that one, uh, I'm looking at the point differential right now. They would, you know, if head to head doesn't work, then they go to total total points. And right now, Conway has a 120 to 87 advantage on that. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, Conway's going to be the number one seed. Um, so that's what's going on on the girls. And of course, Northside, like Leland mentioned, uh, they get a win over Southwest. Uh, they'll be the number number three seed. I think we can all agree that's probably going to happen. Um, and so Northside, uh, barring uh, you know, barring a tremendous case of uh, of uh, somebody eating a bad tuna fish sandwich or two, uh, that's uh, they're going to be the number three seed from the Central. Uh, looking at the 6A West girls, Springdale Harbor uh, have, are the number one seed and, and undefeated in conference play after their win last night. Bentonville, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, Henry. You, we talked about, you know, rumors of Bentonville's death have, were what, widely exaggerated or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Uh, the Bentonville girls, lo and behold, after a little bit of a slow start, and that's understandable, losing a player the caliber of Miriam Dowder. I can kind of look around and go, okay, what, now what do we do? Jada, Jada Brown said, hey, I'm right here. I'm right here. And some of the other girls stepped up, um, and, and their shooting improved, defense improved, and they are the number two seed uh, in the West. Now, the three seed, uh, it should be uh, Heritage girls. I, I, again, you know, you're, you're thinking, you're, you're looking at their game with Rogers, thinking Heritage should win this game, but, you know, nothing is a, nothing is a given in this conference. But if Heritage can beat Rogers, they'll be the three seed. And then it kind of just goes on down from there. Uh, Bentonville West girls are going to be the sixth seed and, and uh, Fayetteville the four and Rogers the five if things play out the way that we think that they will. So um, anyway, the, the, you know, the hope is that these games will be played on, uh, on Saturday. If they're not played on Friday, I don't think they're going to be played on Friday, uh, but I think they'll be played on Saturday and, and maybe Monday and uh, get, this thing, uh, get this thing tied up and, uh, and get ready for state next week. Supposed to have 50 degree weather this weekend and then into the 60s next week. Next week looks fantastic with 60 and high 50 and 60 degree days. And, and uh, you know, maybe we're getting, uh, maybe we're going to kind of get out of this. Maybe, maybe Mother Nature is going to call it, call it quits after this weekend. I probably should not have just said that. 
I just jinxed us. Uh, so that's what's going on in basketball. We're in a delay for the smaller schools, and the larger schools are hoping to get everything wrapped up either Friday or Saturday, uh, maybe even spill into Monday. So we also want to talk about uh, last weekend was the state wrestling tournament down in uh, Little Rock. The girls started on Thursday, and the boys were on Friday and Saturday. Uh, congratulations to Rogers Heritage Boys for winning the Class 6A state team championship and the Van Buren boys for winning the class 4A uh, state boys championship. But we had a lot of big winners down there, Leland. Let's start with Van Buren. They, uh, well, they had, they had set their sights on winning that state championship and they, and they got it done. Coach uh, John Petrie is in his fifth year as the wrestling coach. And uh, I was talking to him yesterday, went down, interviewed him, talked to him, uh, also talked to his uh, two of his state champions but he said that when he took the job five years ago, he told them um, to give him five years. Five years later, he's a state champion. They finished state ninth. Champion. They finished nineteenth the first year. They were fifth last year. They won it. It came down to the very last match that actually did not involve them, and had Lake Hamilton, I believe, got a pin in that very last match of the night they would have beaten Van Buren by a half a point. Wow. That didn't, that didn't happen. Van Buren finished first, Lake Hamilton second, uh, Mountain Home third, and Greenwood was fourth. All four of them very, very, very close. Uh, Van Buren had uh, Grant King was an individual champion. Uh, Trevor Edelin uh, was an individual champion. And uh, Shallow Summers was a uh, individual champion. Uh, Edelin, by the way, has a 31 ACT, takes five AP courses and gets to practice uh, later than everybody else because he's uh, he focuses on academics, but he's a pretty good wrestler too. Wow. Well, he won his second, second straight. Uh, and then Addison Loney won uh, two days before that for the girls. So that gave them yep. four state champions. Uh, Antonio Martinez from Greenwood and Tyler Crosto also from Greenwood were individual state champions as well. So uh, that's six from from right here, very close uh, that uh, you know won state championships. That's fantastic, uh, Henry. I know we've talked about this, and uh, Rick, we've I know you've been been on when we've talked about this. But I was looking on my Facebook page today or yesterday and noticed and saw where. Um, down in Texas, the state powerlifting meet is going on this week, and I keep, I keep hoping that one of these days that'll be a, a thing in Arkansas where you know state powerlifting would be a sanctioned sport by the AAA. I, I love powerlifting because it's it's like wrestling, Leland. It's like it's for it's for girls and boys both, and it can be from a hundred and what one pounds or whatever to you know to the super heavyweight two eighties or whatever, and uh, gives those kids a chance to really really you know do something now. I know that that they have hosted wrestling, uh, uh, not wrestling, but uh, powerlifting competitions at Alma. hadn't had haven't had it in a couple of years because of COVID and things like that. But I'm hoping it'll be back this year. Well, two years ago they did cancel it uh, completely. Last year Alma chose not to have it, but Lake Hamilton picked it up, had it outside on their football field, and kind of did distancing and and had a good turnout. Um, probably mostly Southern Arkansas was there, but they did host it last year and Lake Hamilton has now taken that over and will host that every year. I think they have moved it to May this coming year. So it will be back. And it's funny if you look at some of the States, 
there's only two events in Arkansas. Oklahoma's uh, high school weightlifting championship has three events, um, but but nor or um, Van Buren or Arkansas's is two events. It's uh, it's about five hours. It's a great event. It's one of my mo- you know my favorite events, and yeah. I will be at Lake Hamilton, uh, you know, in May, hopefully to uh, to watch that because I, I love that event as well. Yeah, I do too. It's in uh, you know for the football. You know, it's it's great. It's great for the football programs because it's you know it's it's your you know it's weightlifting. It's it's all about you know strength or whatever. But it's it's just a great great uh, sport for both girls and boys. Um, and I, like I said, I was looking on my Facebook account down in Texas, and most of most of the posts I'm seeing are from from you know from on the girls' side that they're you know, excited and, and you know for their girls and everything. And um, you know, it's it's a uh, it's it's a it's a good deal. And anything that gets more kids involved. Uh, I'm all for it. I'm, I think I'm the strength it. coaches like it because it kind of gives them a target date to try to accomplish something by like, hey, this is an event. We want to go to it. We want to compete in it. Let's try to be at this point when we get to that. And then that kind of takes them into the seven or the summer seven on seven and some more of the football type stuff. But by having it late in the school year, I think those strength and conditioning coaches kind of like that as a as a target and kind of a carrot to hang out in front of those guys. Now, Leland, I don't know if you knew this or not, but Ricky Fires is also a champion weightlifter. He's the first known person who could lift a 64-ounce liquid in the, both his right hand and left hand at the same time. So we won't say what that liquid is. but I can juggle a double cheeseburger on my uh, knee, too. And do it there all. you go. See, see, a lot of people didn't know that that Ricky was talented like that. But I think but that's the uh, sixty-four ounce alternating curls, isn't it? Yes, so, yes, yeah. I think that's what that is, and I, it's soon to be an Olympic sport. I think, and maybe maybe twenty thirty-two or something like that. So, Ricky has a chance no, to get that gold what? medal. I, I, there is a big correlation between, uh, like you said, powerlifting and and especially wrestling too. My goodness, some guys learn how uh, leverage, how to use their feet. And I guarantee you, uh, football coaches more and more in Arkansas. You, had, you know, some people know I grew up in Michigan. My goodness, uh, wrestling is popular sport because, like Chip has said, you can be 102 pounds, you're going to go up against another 102 pound guy. You can be uh, 250, you're going to go up against another 250 guy. And it's yep. a team and individual sport. And my goodness, I've, I've heard the coaches say, you know, uh, man, that offensive guard right there is pretty good. He said, Ricky said, he's a uh, state wrestling champ, too. And I said, oh, okay, I get it. So there's a big correlation. And and football is still so popular in Arkansas. And I don't even want to call these other subsports anymore, but they all kind of go together, don't they? They do. I tell you what, and Ricky, and I don't know if you saw this or not, Lee, I don't know if you saw it or not, but Adam Cole, our you know sports reporter down in Little Rock, had a great story. Uh, last weekend leading into the boys' championship matches on Saturday on Donovan Witten from Arkadelphia. Now, if you guys follow football much at all, you know he was the quarterback. He's the quarterback for Arkadelphia's team uh, that made it to the semifinals, lost to Shiloh Christian in a, probably one of the best games I've seen in a long time. Anyway, Arkadelphia needed, needed a body. They just needed a body in the 220 or 25-pound weight class. They, they needed a body just to, just to try to get them a point this kid had never wrestled before, except maybe with his brothers out in the backyard or whatever, throwing, you know, scissor holds and headlocks and things. Uh, but anyway, he said, Coach, I'll do it. I, I, 
I'll, I'll be glad to do it. And he got in there, and I think Leland he might have got might have got a fifth place or something. He got a few points, and that ended up being big for Arkadelphia to beat Shiloh Christian yes. on the team title. I think he finished fifth. Um, and you know, when I was talking to Coach Petrie, I asked him. Of course, you know, everybody sees the the three state champions, the guys that finished first. But he said one of the keys to them winning it all was they had a couple of guys that you know uh, that went kind of they they kind of went two and two in their matches. Yeah. And had they gone zero and two, that would have been a difference. Yeah, that cost them a half a point or point or what you know whatever it is. Every 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 match counts. You know, in those team standings. So and, those and are you kind talk of about those you, like football, you talk about those football guys. You know, one of the guys I mentioned, Grant King, he's a starting offensive lineman for Van Buren. Tyler Crossno uh, was a starting defensive lineman for Greenwood, and and maybe one of their best defensive linemen. So, yeah, there's a correlation between the two sports for sure. Yeah, I saw saw my boy Jacob Solomon. Ricky saw him. Uh, he won a state championship at the, I believe it's the one the 132 pound class. And I said, he hadn't weighed 132 ever. He must have had rocks in every pocket when he stepped up on the, <laughs> on the scale. But uh, I tell you what, he, uh, he was a big time player for Shiloh Christian's football team and he won a state wrestling championship uh, Saturday. So, uh, so there you go. It's, it's all about, you know, uh, you know, it's wrestling is there for everybody and, and uh, powerlifting the same way. And I love it that, that kids get an opportunity to, you know, to excel with a state championship you know, regardless of if they're a big hulking person or a slim person like me, you know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we also want to mention, too, uh, Ricky, I'm sure you saw this. I know you're covering the 6A state swim uh, championships on Saturday at Bentonville. Those have also been delayed. Uh, they were supposed to have been a Saturday morning uh, event. Uh, the swim, the diving portion was supposed to have been a Friday event. Well, now because of the ice and snow expected, they have moved the diving portion of us. Henry, correct me if I'm wrong on this. They've moved the diving to Saturday morning and the swimming to Saturday afternoon. Right. Uh, the exact times divers begin at 9 a.m. The swim competition will begin at 4 p.m. So there you go. So that's uh, over at the Bentonville Community Center. Uh, Henry, I think they have hosted this thing about the last four or five years, maybe, maybe longer than that. Um, so there'll be a lot of splashing going on. They, they still haven't brought the belly flop in as, as an event. I'm still hoping for that, the belly flop and the cannonball. But, uh, you know, no, no, it, it is what it is. Yeah, don't forget the triple Lundy either. At triple Lundy, yes, we need to have that too. And also that we need to have the event where the big fat guy runs across the diving board and dives into the water. And somebody throws him a ball, he tries to catch it before he gets in the water. That's, you know, those are the events that I would definitely want to cover because those are the real athletes right there. There you go. Absolutely. So that's about all I've got for today. Does anybody else have anything else? Any, any other words of wisdom? Which, Ricky, that well, leaves you out. So, Leland, what about you? Well, we didn't talk about the 5A West. Uh, Greenwood will be hosting Greenbrier on Girls, right? supposedly Friday night. We're talking the boys, boy right? The boys game okay. will be for the fourth seed. The winner of that game, Greenwood won 44-43 the first Ooh. meeting. There's okay. there's one game difference, which means that Greenbrier, if they win, they would tie. And if they win by two or more, then they would have the tie-breaking advantage. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's for the fourth and final playoff berth, uh, state tournament berth in the 5A West boys. And the uh, winner of that game gets a first-round ticket to play Little Rock Park View. 
Very easy, very easy game right there. Uh, the girls, uh, Greenwood girls, have had that wrapped up for well, mathematically about a week, but gotcha. theoretically gotcha. two months. So now Leland also Silo Springs boys, they're they have clinched the spot. Both of them are they, in. The girls, the girls are for well. sure yep. a third seed. I think the okay. boys is still up in the air, um, but both of them have clinched for sure. Gotcha, gotcha. Also, want to mention that spring sports are kind of underway. Mm-hmm. They had some. There were some benefit games that were uh, will be played. Some have already been. So some have already started, uh, and they'll be played, and they'll get into the you know the the you know the, the real games on the schedule uh, this next week. Um, and then, man, I mean, I'm already looking at the schedule. March the 14th, we have our very first conference, 6A West, 5 I'm not sure about 5A West, but 6A West for sure, Leland probably 5A West. Conference baseball and softball games and all conference play starts that week, um, you know, for those schools. So, man, it's just, you know, it's just here. And hopefully the snow and, and you know, whatever, whatever, whatever else is on the ground uh, will be gone and, and uh, they'll, they'll be able to get their games played. Well, spring spring baseball and spring softball, and, and even to an extent, uh, soccer is um, sometimes um, it's it's definitely um, you know weather permitting is the, yeah. is the phrase. Games could be compromised. <laughs> we got a minute. We do. We do. Hey, uh, this com- comes under the category of what you always talk about. One of our guys, I want people that know, I put this out on Twitter, and I know a lot of people are not on Twitter, but Cody Byrne, the former Northside quarterback, who went, played at Auburn and then played on a national championship team, went straight into coaching. He's made four or five stops at Auburn and so forth. He just got hired a couple of days ago as the wide receiver coach for New Orleans Saints. So here's the young man. We always knew he was going to go places. He's only 33 years old, and he's going to be coaching the NFL. So congratulations, Cody. Great kid. Yes. I'm trying to get it. Uh, Cody called me back. Uh, but, uh, man, it's just fantastic. Uh, uh, we've watched him. I know, Leland, you've watched him play probably since he's uh, – you know, in junior high over there. And so congratulations to Cody Burns, fantastic person. And now he's going to be coaching the NFL. That is fantastic. Absolutely. He's one of those guys that um, he, he climbed the ladder, you know, he didn't take any big jumps. He didn't uh, cut any corners. He just gradually did what he was supposed to and climbed the ladder. He put in his people put in the work, you know. He, he, you're Absolutely. right. And I tell you what, Leland, you've covered a lot of games. I've covered a lot of games. Rick's covered a whole lot of games. They're not very many better people out there than that Burns family. Kyan Burns, Cody Burns. That's a, that's that's some that's a good family. It's a great family. Kenrick, right Kenrick, yeah, Kenrick, absolutely. Yep. yep, yep, great family, great family. So, what else, Ricky? You got anything else? No, that's it. So, I'm uh, just gonna go. Uh, you know, get me a bowl of chili and uh, kind of uh, be patient. You know, safety first. Uh, All right, Ricky. I, Ricky, I got a question. I got a question on your yeah. chili. Do you go with beans or without beans? Oh, I got to have – man, I got to uh, uh, scoot, uh, scoot with beans, man. I got to go there with you go. beans. And then I get me a little uh, something to go with, a little drink. And then, uh, you know, something you always put in the background. I always like, like the Godfather. I can watch three or four uh, – uh, episodes of Godfather, eat my chili, and just kind of get out and just wait on Mother Nature. I'm not going to like, or cross her. 
That sounds like a that sounds like a great night, Ricky. That sounds like a great night. Leland, what about you? I'm just gonna go and check and make sure my wife has the fire nice and roaring. There you go. There you go. And Henry, how about you? Well, uh, I thought we were about to end. I just received a text uh, concerning regional basketball tournaments. Okay. So, <laughs> the so the first the first <laughs> of <laughs> many. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Give us that. What it is? News. This is uh, uh, Eureka Springs coach Brian Rambo just sent me this, and this comes courtesy from Joey Walters at the Arkansas Activities Association. And here's our scenarios now. If things were to start tomorrow, day which one, not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which are not, yeah. yeah, we would have games Thursday and Friday starting at four o'clock. Okay. My finals Saturday at one o'clock, finals Sunday at one o'clock. Okay. That's if they started on Thursday. Okay. Thursday. So that's not going to happen. What about, yeah. let's do the scenario two. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Scenario number two, a Friday start. Okay. The Friday games would start at four o'clock, Saturday okay. games at one o'clock, semifinals Sunday at one o'clock. Finals Monday at four o'clock, then they would move the state tournament back one day. To start on a Friday, it Wednesday, was, uh, start on Wednesday instead. Of Wednesday. Wednesday, oh state, state, state champion. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, state. Okay. Uh, and so, so if and if that doesn't happen, which is uh, a better than a 50-50 chance that won't happen, if we start on Saturday, right? What are we looking at? Saturday, we would start Saturday at ten a.m. And play all the first round games. Okay. Semifinals would be Sunday at one o'clock. Monday, the, the championships at four o'clock. State tournament would then be pushed back to Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. And that of the scenarios, Henry, that you mentioned, that seems to be the most likely of scenarios. Unless yes. we could get some sort of a warming trend that we are not scheduled to get uh, on on Friday. Mm-hmm. I mean, on thir- you know, on Friday. Uh, I just – I don't see it happening. I, I see it – I'm with you on this one, Henry. I think it's going to be Saturday before games are played. And, and uh, Yeah. We – all this week we have seen uh, Mother Nature and her case of schizophrenia. Exactly. And we've had 70 degrees. We've had tornadoes. <clears throat> we've had floods. We've had thunder sleet. We've had ice. The only thing we, we're missing is a tsunami. Again, I think we need to bring Mother Nature in and do instead of waterboarding her, we're going to sleep board her. Drop drop little sleep uh, pellets on her forehead till she stops this nonsense. Well, and I think and I think with what you're talking about there, it looks like all the state tournaments then are pretty much going to start on Wednesday. Yeah, which means that for Class Six A and Five A, if those Friday night games can't happen and they play, then then they can easily play them on a Monday yeah. and start the state tournaments on Wednesday. So right. So I think that that clears up some things, even though it was a regional thing. I think that clears up some things probably for 6A and 5A as well. Correct. Correct. So all we'll do is just wait, wait out Mother Nature, see what happens. Uh, again, you know, every, you know, these games that have been postponed, but they will get played eventually. They will get played. It might be May the 15th before we get them played, but they'll be played. And then we'll just wait for the email to see where you're sending us. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So that is it for this week's edition of Prep Rally, the podcast. Uh, Again, things are fluid with these basketball games, but we will try to keep you as updated as possible. 
in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette on and on all of our Twitter accounts. So be sure and follow those Twitter accounts for the latest uh, updates on these stories and these weather cancellations and all that. So for Henry Apple, Rick Fires, Leland Barclay, I'm Chip Sousa. Thanks for listening to us on Prep Ride the Podcast. We'll catch you when the snow melts next week. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. 